you've heard us play all these great cheesy sound bites. I got receipts. Or. And guess what? We keep receipts. Or something now that allows us to hold ourselves accountable to wrap things up in the fast lane. It's time to keep receipts. We told you we coming. We told you we coming. You thought we was joking. And guess what? We keep receipts. God bless you, America. To see how right or how wrong Ed and Trey are with their picks. Do you believe in that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. We used the EAS, Emergency Alert System, sound effect. I did my best. To make some sure AI we right got, there. Yeah, exactly. You know, when we put that intro together, we figured we would use the good old robotics team. Uh, not their most grand work, but alas. You so, know my theory, Trey. So, so do you want the breakdown? Yes. Go All ahead. Right. D- take me away from getting just distracted here in the fast lane. All right. What happened last week? We got to keep our seats so, on. So, uh, start, starting with you, 11 and 7. You split a lot on the, like, you got the, you didn't get the spread right or you didn't get the over under right on a lot yep. of them. Yep. So, clearly, your best pick was the Cowboys to cover. <laughs> they did that by a lot. <laughs> that was easy. Uh, your worst pick was New Mexico State. Um, obviously, they didn't cover um, against Liberty. Uh, so, for me, uh, I went twelve and six, so one ga- one thing better than you. Um, I think it was because I had two where I got both right, and you split on those two. That was the only difference. Uh, my best pick uh, has to be. I even wrote it. Texas outright over Alabama. Yep. You you could take a victory um, lap for that. I also had Liberty to cover. My worst two. Luckily, I was nowhere close to being right, so we could just say, "Hey, you know what." You move on. I I both said the Giants and the Steelers would be would be as underdogs win their games. They didn't cover, and it was not even close. I'm with you on that Steelers one. I mean, I listened while we were at the park hanging out with the kids uh, and checking in on that game, and then obviously the Cardinals Commanders game as well. That was over early. You knew pretty quickly that Pittsburgh wasn't ready for the season opener against San Francisco, and that the Niners were, which. Brings us to an interesting point. Pittsburgh against Cleveland this weekend. It might be worth considering Pittsburgh in a desperation spot this early in the year. Same thing with Cincinnati and Baltimore, which we'll get to momentarily if that's the route we go. I'm going to differ with you, though, on a little bit. I think your victory lap of Texas is very well-deserved. You called that all the way. You are spot on It's like that. quarterback matters. Uh, you know, the SEC does not have good quarterback play at all this year in college mm-hmm. football. And I'm not going to count Texas uh, since they're not technically an official member. You could yet. argue the best quarterback in the SEC is the backup for Oklahoma. Yeah, that's about <laughs> where it is. Uh, right or it's now. actually, if you want to include Texas and Oklahoma, it's Quinn Ewers. I was just making a joke because Jackson Arnold's really good. Ooh. Well, anyway, more on your NASCAR observations momentarily. Sorry, Kyle Larson just almost wrecked so, in qualifying. So, Trey, you gave me my best and worst projections. I'm going a little differently. I felt like I called that Virginia game where they would keep it close but find a way to lose in gut-wrenching fashion Your best plus six and a half. That's the one I felt the best. Well, we agreed on that one, so I didn't put that one. I picked – I tried – well, we agreed on Texas covering. I just – since Alabama does not lose at home and I called them to lose outright, I figured that was my best one. But I I figured since it was 40 to nothing between the Cowboys and – and the Giants, like that, that score-wise, that that's your best pick. My other worst one, by the way, I don't even think there's a question on this, is I thought that Virginia Tech and Purdue would put up points. That thing stood no, <laughs> no chance. No. So, 
Aaron, is this something from which we will learn? Are we going to? Yeah. I mean, we have the Sickos game of the week on the board. So let's. Yes, we do. In fact, we're going to be carrying that game on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, which is where we get to go right now into the other side. Now that we've kept receipts and held ourselves accountable, Trey, was it 12 and 5 for you last week? I was 11 and 6. Is that right? I was 12 and 6. You were 11 and 7. Okay. Thank you for correcting us. Either way, that's eighteen. Good, good week. And I didn't team. count our race picks, or, or I we'll do like we did last year, where those are just bonus points. And I, if anybody gets it right, I think I actually got a bonus point because I think I had John Henry Nemechek to win the uh, Xfinity race last. I'd have week. to look at it again. I didn't pay attention because I was trying to. It's been a busy day. It has for both of us, which is where we go right now into our votes of confidence. And heck, why not? Just go ahead and start with NASCAR at Bristol. Actually, do you want to wait on that? Because qualifying is wrapping up. I'm gonna... It's not going to finish by the time the show. Group uh, A just finished. It's not going to finish by the time the show's over. So we might as well just. We should do that. Okay. Then let's go ahead and not delay this anymore. Nothing provides the intended inspiration quite like a vote of confidence. The confidence I think that the team has. You know, winning makes you feel good. It makes you confident. Now here's our votes of confidence inspiring you with the certainty you're seeking. NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Bristol is tonight. Cup Series race, Bristol baby, under the lights, final race in the round of 16, getting cut down the playoff field, of course, to the round of 12. That takes place tomorrow night. Trey, how does tonight transpire? Uh, Josh Berry finally gets his first win of the year. My uh, man, I've got it written down right here as well. Do you have the same pick I have for the Cup Series? Yeah, I've changed it like six times, and I've, I went started with Brad, and then I switched it to Byron, and then I went back to Brad. So I'm 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 I said today I was talking to Mark Lamb, and he, he was uh you know he hosted the Morning Jam, and he <laughs> I got, overheard that where he claimed it was going to be a long he, shot he, of William. Byron. Yeah, he said I'm going to go out of limb and pick William Byron, and then he he ended up with I'm going to go. Uh, you know what? My out of limb pick will be Martin Truex Jr., which. I guess his one since he's not good at Bristol, but uh, uh, I'm going with Brad Keselowski. B-Rad from Boo, baby. My guy, Brad Keselowski, in homage to the great cinematic production, <laughs> Malibu's Most Wanted. Um, I think it'll be a fun race at Bristol tomorrow night. I'm glad that Virginia plays tonight and that the two games of local interest tomorrow are noon and 3.30 games so that they will wrap up by the time the Bristol race goes. So a nice little triple header of sports action tomorrow. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, action taking place tonight in college football. May or may not have advised folks to grab it at 14. That number is up to 15. The Maryland Terrapins favored over the Virginia Cavaliers with an over-under of 47 and a half. Trey. I think riding with Tony Muskets the wrong decision for UVA, so I'm taking Maryland. Give me, I, I think they win by three touchdowns, uh, but I'll take the under. With all due respect to our guest yesterday in the fast lane, Roddy Jones of the ACC Network, I was there for the post-game show and post-game commentary of the Virginia Cavaliers after that gut-wrenching loss to JMU. I have a tough time figuring out how they emotionally bounce back from the ebbs and flows of that game Pre-game festivities, falling down 14-0, rallying, taking a 35-24 lead into the fourth quarter, and then weather coming in and disrupting everything for Virginia, and they came out flat to giving up two touchdowns to go down 36-35, and then on the second two-point conversion pass attempt, they almost had the right position to pick that pass off 
and take it back the distance and turn a 36-35 deficit into a 37-36 victory. But instead, Virginia got the ball back one last time. Their efforts were too little, too late, in the immortal words of our girl, JoJo. I just think Virginia struggles to bounce back tonight. All that energy, all that emotion, everything from last week. Now you go on the road to a Maryland team that's fired up because they haven't played well. I like Maryland to cover this, and correlative to that, I think it goes over the 47-and-a-half just because, believe it or not, Virginia's offense actually has looked or looked halfway decent against JMU. I'm throwing the Tennessee game out uh, because it was Tennessee. But their defense really struggled, particularly when it mattered most. I think Maryland will find more things. Maryland's a souped-up version of JMU. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, well, I, I took the under. I already, already saw my pick. Maryland in the under. I'm going, obviously, Maryland in the over. Meanwhile, tomorrow, our action kicking off on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. LSU, a 9.5 point favorite at Mississippi State. We get underway from Starkville on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app at 11.30 for a game that has an over-under of 54. LSU in the under. Uh, Mississippi State just wants to run the ball. That's the strength of LSU's defense. Uh, so uh, I'm taking LSU and I'm taking the under. I like the theory behind that, but I'm going LSU in the over for a little bit of a different reason. I think LSU can establish themselves early. I think at that point, Mississippi State has to get out of their comfort zone, which can mean a couple of things. Short fields, and eventually LSU with their meh secondary going into more of an umbrella prevent coverage and allowing Mississippi State to march down the field and get some garbage time points that could push that game to a backdoor over as opposed to a backdoor under. Second game of our doubleheader tomorrow on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. Oh, it's going to be a doozy, Trey. Sickos game of the week. Lowest point total of Power 5 games this coming weekend. Virginia Tech. Rutgers. 36 and a half. It started out as 40 and a half. That number has come crashing down. And a seven-point spread. Tech and the under. And I'm only picking Tech because I don't I don't see a lot of points scored. So why would I? Seven points is way too much. You know, I'm going on a little bit of a different principle play, and I've used this quite a bit. The only reason I'm going the over is the bottom out effect. When the number comes crashing down that much, sometimes you don't want to get the worst of the number. So I'm going to apply that supposed logic here, and yes, the belief that uh, there may be some turnovers that set up short fields, and all of a sudden what everyone thinks should be a lower scoring game, there's some artificial points Thir that kick in because of that. 13-10. I don't know who wins exactly, but the final score will be 13-10. to I think you get a couple of turnovers that lead to points in this one. I also think Virginia Tech keeps it close, but do I have enough faith they can have control over this game and enough fluky things happen? No. I got Virginia Tech to cover, but in no way, shape, or form, Virginia Tech to win. Other college football games. Liberty, three-point favorite on the road at Buffalo Trey. I was waiting for this number to go from three-and-a-half to three at three, even though, Liberty, even though Liberty's had some kicking concerns, including on extra points. Normally, that could be a reliable area. That's why I'll take Liberty at three on the road. 54 and a half is the over-under. I'll go over because in a lot of these games Liberty has played the last couple of weeks, those numbers should have gone over, but it's been turnovers in the red zone that have killed drives and points. I think that stat can regress back to the mean at Buffalo. Liberty in the under. Uh, I don't trust Buffalo's offense. Um, Liberty's been able to force turnovers, but I don't see them blowing this thing wide, wide open. So I'll take the under, and I'll take Liberty to cover the three. 
JMU, classic letdown spot of a different kind. After the big win at Virginia, they are a two-and-a-half-point underdog at Troy. Over, under of 46-and-a-half. The real Sun Belt champs beat the defending Sun Belt champs. So give me JMU, and I will lean the under. I'm with you on the under, Trey, but I'm going the other direction. JMU, that was such an emotionally charged performance and victory at Virginia. Now it's back-to-back road games. This time it's in conference play at Troy. And, you know, the practice wasn't great this past week, at least at the start of it, for the JMU Dukes, according to everything that I've checked out on this particular game. That's why I'll take Troy, especially, again, you're going to give me two and a half as opposed to three. I like that number more. Three, you're in an okay spot for a potential push. Anything over that, you're rolling the proverbial dice. To the NFL we go, Trey, including our games of the week, our triple header, which begins 1230 this coming Sunday, Baltimore Ravens three-point underdog at the Cincinnati Bengals with an over-under of 46 and a half. Uh, I don't know if the Ravens win, but I'll take the hook. I'll take the three uh, with the Ravens, and I will lean the under 46.5. I'm going the other way. If it was 3.5, I'd like the Ravens. If it's 2.5, I'd take the Bengals. I think three's about spot on, but I'll lean the Bengals because of the desperation part. Often divisional games can go under Cincinnati. I think they're still trying to get in gear offensively, but there's enough motivation there to not start 0-2 and be as disappointing as they were last week at Cleveland. Game two of our triple header. Boy, this looks great when we selected it. The Dallas Cowboys hosting the New York Jets. Jets, a road underdog now, started off as three. The Aaron Rodgers injury has moved into a nine-point underdog at Dallas, 38.5. A low point total, but not as low as Virginia Tech and Rutgers. Uh, yeah, so I'm taking the Jets. Uh, too many points in an NFL game, especially this early in the year. Uh, too, too, a Jets defense is too elite. Uh, and I'll, so I'll take the under 38 and a half. Like I, they faced a better offense last week and held them in check. Hundred. Let's just think about that. Trey, I'm 100 percent on board with you when it comes to that in terms of uh, the Jets keeping it close with their defense. I think Cowboys win, but nine is a lot. And under 38. Oh and my half. God, that what? would be the best headline ever. What? Jets Zach Wilson outduels Dak Prescott. <laughs> It would be funny if that ends up happening, and uh, we'll know it by the Final time Final score, 10-7. We will know whether that happens or not by the time game three of our triple header. Dolphins minus three at the Pats, over under 46.5. Give me the fins. Uh, two has been a really good matchup against New England. Uh, like, two has played well against New England, and I, I, I think their offense is too good, so I'll go over 46.5. I'm going under 46.5, and, and I'm going New England to keep it grimy. Uh, second straight road game for the Dolphins. A lot of travel. I know it's early in the year, but you've got that component plus Belichick to be able to slow things down. Three, big number. I'll take it with New England. Commanders at the Broncos, three and a half and an over-under of 39. Can't believe I'm saying it again. Broncos country, let's ride in the under. I don't like the Broncos offense enough to take them. I'll take Washington to cover three and a half under 39. If you miss that or anything from us this week in the fast lane, you know where to go. Fast Lane at Lane, where you listen to podcasts. You also know how to connect with us over the weekend. Trey Lyle VT and Fast Lane Ed Lane on our socials. We're back Monday afternoon, 5 to 6 on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.